Hey, and welcome back. It's great to have all of you here. And let's check in with Levi in Georgia. Good afternoon to you. Thanks, Paul. Um, I just know this may be old news, but I wanted to uh, talk about your comment about Nick Saban complaining uh, about it being a rebuilding year last year. Okay. Well, frankly, I think it was uh, malarkey. I think it was deceitful, slanderous, fictitious, and chicanerous because the season was, in fact, a rebuilding year, if you're going to use that term. I know a lot of people like to say it's reloading, but um, I think it was short-sighted. You were leaving out pretty much what Kirby Smart said after the national championship game. I think the next morning he said uh, that was the best coaching job Nick Saban's ever done to take that team all the way to a national championship. Uh, everybody knew or it was Georgia's year last year. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think the comment hey, was uh, right. Levi, uh, you, you, you made some very uh, specious allegations against me, which is fine. I, I, of all the things that you said, though, deceitful, chicanery, could I ask you about one of them, and that's? And I'll leave you alone after that. Can you explain to all of us how my comments, which were on ESPN with Mike Greenberg in a somewhat joking manner, uh, I mentioned that the comparison to Jimmy Kimmel. How, how was it? Uh, how was it slanderous? Could you explain that one to me? Yeah, because um, I think you were. I think it discredited how good Nick Saban was. Yeah, no, no, that, that, I, I'm aware of that. I'm, I'm just, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, but you're the one who made the allegation. I, I'm just curious, and I think we all are, especially those of us who talk for a living, uh, because when somebody uh, accuses us of slander, it can be very difficult and, and damaging. I'm just curious your definition of slander. Um. I'm not a lawyer, Paul, and uh, well, I'm, I'm not, I don't have You're the one who accused you, you're the one who accused me of, of being slanderous. So that's why I just wanted to make sure you weren't a lawyer, because if you were, I'm go I was going to get very nervous. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure you have Stephen A's number. If you want to get him on the phone, I'm sure he can back me up on this, and he would say it's uh, slanderous as well against okay. the goat, Nick Saban. I, well, you're right. I, I do have his number. You, you, do you want me to call him right now? We, we can get him on the phone and see because he probably would agree with you. By the way. Oh, I'm. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> hey, listen, Levi. I appreciate it. Um, I, I think the uh, fact that the question was asked in a mocking manner by Mike uh, and was answered uh, in a joking manner by me probably went over almost everyone's head so thanks for the thanks for calling good to hear from you caleb is up next in south carolina hello caleb Paul Feinbaum gaslights you. Yeah, he did. He ignored everything those... you said and went. So what do you mean by slander? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. Um he, I got him in a corner. But uh it's one of those things where, you know, you get in an argument or in a little spat with somebody 
And then, you know, you're in the shower later and it hits you. It's like, oh, I should have said this. And then you have like 50 other genius replies you could have came up with. Yeah, I hate that feeling so much. Yeah. It's Robert Hurst's Hurst arguments in my head. Do I? All possible outcomes. Yeah. Robert Hurst's arguments in my head. All yeah. possible outcomes. The way you got to come back ready. If, if they ever say, if they ever say that thing that you, that you said, that they said, that you said they said in your head, you got them. You got yep. them. Sometimes they don't say it. That'd be the problem. They don't really say it. And you'd be mad. You didn't prepare for, they say a reply you didn't prepare for it. Then you just get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what went through your mind as you got on as you got on air? Um, first, I was surprised I was getting on air because this was literally my first attempt of um, calling Paul Feinbaum. Uh, it took a handful of tries, or more than a handful of tries, but uh, I was really nervous. Um, my voice was shaking, but I'm glad that didn't ap- appear too much through uh, the call or the the stream, the television program. Um, so, yeah, I had a more, I could have said it, things more eloquently. But the main thing that just ran through my mind is towards the end when he said, oh, do you want me to, you know, call Stephen A. Smith? Do you think I should call him? I really thought, like, I, I was envisioning a scenario where I was on a three-way call with pa- Paul Feinbaum as Stephen A. Smith. And I got really excited. <laughs> nah, that was mad funny though. Yeah, Fine Bomb, Fine Bomb, he pulled real. I do the radio. I do seven. I do a radio show every day for thirty years. Tactics and it was like, okay, I'm gonna entertain this guy for three minutes and then just send him on his merry way. Exactly. You know, he was getting cooked up there. He dropped thirty-three adjectives in a row. <laughs> he was unprepared. <laughs> Yeah, he had nothing it, for it, man. He had nothing for it, bro. Yeah, and there is a real case for uh, a slander on his part, and that's the main thing where I messed up is I really could have, you know, sat there and pressed and made a case and drawn it out. But um, I just, I'm pretty sure I got him to chuckle. I, I couldn't you hear? Or, uh, he did I, mean, I heard he some did chuckles. Laugh. Yeah, so uh, I hope he knows it was more all in jest because literally two phone calls later, I got the. You know, I got the crowd stirred up, and so people were actually calling in mad because, yeah, you know, and they got serious about the topic or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Yeah. Is that the table on him? <laughs> yeah, like two. Uh, man, yeah, 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 two phone calls after that. Some dude from Atlanta who's an Alabama fan just started railing against Paul. And uh, Paul was like, what do you want me to say? He was like, I literally just said, and it was so cringeworthy that I even just turned the channel. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to watch your creation? You don't want to create it? Yeah, exactly, bro. I just <laughs> dropped the bomb creation? and left away and left. <laughs> That's how you yeah. do it, though. Yeah. You gotta drop, so you got to drop some, some crazy and just disappear into the night. Like, yeah, I'm going. Yep. So, yeah, do it like that, bro. It's not for the best. It's not really for the best to do it like that. I promise you. But, yeah, um, I'm ready for football to come back. A little Same. Because I'm just kind of bored of us trying to do shows having really nothing to talk about. Because, like, it's only so much I can talk about Kevin Durant, bro. Bro, same. So I told you, dude, I'm tired of talking about basketball. Like, I just got to my 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 peak, my breaking point with talking about basketball. I need something new in my life.
because there's just no basketball to talk about. Like, there's just nothing happening. It's just who's going to get traded from the Nets? Or is anybody going to get traded from the Nets? So it's all this only topic we have. It's tiring. Yeah, but I'm, all, like, I'm also a season-driven person. So once, like, I'm in this season, like springtime, I'm always ready for baseball in the springtime. When I feel fall time, I'm always ready. And when winter basketball, so, you know, it's uh, that late summer fever, fall fever I have. Yeah, I, I'm ready. Yeah, I feel like I'll be excited when, when, it, when it's basketball time. We have basketball to actually, like, watch. I'm not watching the transaction wire because this is Kevin. This thing is just dragged out for what, for why, for who, like just, and it's so dumb. It's like just go back. You're not going to a better team. You're not. You're not going to a better team, bro. You're just you're just gonna go back and be sad again. I think my theory. Uh, this Shout out to the public sub though. Go yeah. I just want to shout. I just want to shout the pub sub. Just oh, being pub sub. And I'll be there for you. Yeah, the pub sub. Just shout out to the pub sub. Yeah, I mean, I really don't want to get into it, I but uh, this might be for another pod. But I think I do think the pub sub is a little overrated. I used to be a big fan, but um, now I'm at the point. You like not as good as people make it out to be. Okay, I, w- I won't get into it. Do you do you like eat Subway though? Yes. Okay. I'll just go ahead and tell you the difference. And actually, I do love pub subs, but they're technically not even a sub because, all right. So it's the, it's the bread. I have the problem with the bread. The bread isn't soft enough and it's too much bread, in my opinion. So actually, when I go to Publix now and I do get a pub sub, I ask for it on, um, I cannot remember what it's called. It's like white mountain bread. Something like that. It's called like White Mountain or yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's great bread. Great bread, bread, but they don't they don't always have it. Yeah, so always that's that's the perfect amount of bread. It's uh soft, it's great. Yeah. See, I'm an Italian five grain person. Mm. I am. I'm Italian five grain. Have you gotten yours pressed instead of toasted? No, I didn't know pressed was a thing. Cause we get if yeah see see I be on the app that be showing you stuff you ain't know existed yeah so I like it that be showing you a different world you know what I'm saying yeah they got to press or press I feel like it's gonna be softer I thought they do press they do press sandwiches that what's that place that people like about Los Palos Goldbergs Mama Goldbergs oh yeah 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 I think there's a press yeah 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 they do press. A press but like yeah I don't want to get too far into that topic but yeah. That place, but yeah, they do. Can place. I? Yeah, you try that. You try that. I will. I will. Um, can I just add one note to the Katie thing? Um, I think my theory Absolutely. of Katie's just trying to get away from Kyrie without hurting Kyrie's feelings, um, is full full go. I think uh, more testing has been done ever since I said that initially, and we've seen it where KD comes in and tells Sean Marks, uh, or I'm sorry, tells the owner, hey, look, you know, it's Sean Marks and the coach or me. Yeah, he told Josiah that because really he wants to say it's Kyrie or me, but he can't do that because he doesn't want to hurt Kyrie. So, 
whatever he can do to get away from him. Because I think KD would have been fine with staying if, you know, Kyrie got his way and got out. You think, see, I just can't trust anything KD does anymore. He's beyond the point of trust and logic with me. No, that's fair. That's fair. I just don't know what to do with this man. Like, I want to believe, but then I don't, because I just don't, I don't, it's, he's, he's usually speechless at this point. Like, it's just, no time I like him when he's on Twitter saying stuff. He's mm. funny on Twitter. Didn't you have a rant like, about one of those? About legacy points? I think it was I that. did. I did. This, yeah, this is the dichotomy of Kevin Durant. He's funny on Twitter when he's going at annoying fans or making fun of, like, the, the way we do sports talk. Like, when he's giving people legacy points for, like, doing the task throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Like, three legacy points added. That's hilarious. I like making fun of that stuff. But I don't like it. So someone, Mark Stein said he didn't technically report it, but there was a thing that KD was going to go to the Nets or he's going to leave the Nets or retire, basically. They didn't trade him. And KD tweeted, like, he tweeted, what was it like? This isn't true. Yeah, uh, it was like, don't, y'all believe, don't believe everything, something like that. Yeah, he's like, y'all always believe other people. How can y'all say this thing? It's like, yeah, you always yeah. believe other people in the grass. You don't speak. Yeah, like, you don't speak for yourself. You don't answer questions. Like at any point, you could have killed this entire thing and put your entire like what you want to what you wanted out there. You could put it out there. You haven't done that yet. Like as not take responsibility. You can't sit there and have all the stuff rumors out there and be like, oh y'all believe everything. You're not saying nothing, bro. You're not. So they gotta rely on sources. You don't get this downplay when you don't want to speak for yourself. Speak for yourself and shut up. That's how I feel. Y'all can't. Y'all want, you can't have both ways. You can't be like, oh they saying something about me. And you're not saying something about yourself. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. You're a big. You're a big deal. You're important. Hate it for you. Get over it. That's how I feel. It's one of those right. really weird entitlement situations where it's like, don't talk about me, but don't not talk about me, but don't ask me what I think because I don't want to answer questions from you nosy media types. But also, don't say stuff. No, I totally agree with you. Okay. I that's totally agree. Good. Yeah. Well, um, I guess to uh, segue, um, Deshaun Watson got 11 games. Titus, what is your opinion? Why did why did the NFL decide to settle with the PA and just go for 11 games? And did they do this on purpose for I him to return like to Houston? I feel like I feel like I don't think it was on purpose to return to Houston. I feel like they probably checked the schedule before they did it. Honestly, knowing that same. Uh, he always oh, Houston game. How we do that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're just they're just a little dumb in that regard. Um, I feel like the PA threatened to make this really ugly and talk about their owners. So they were like, all right, let's do eleven. And then Deshaun, do you guys remember Deshaun pretended to be sorry when he was waiting for his for the suspension to come down? You gotta you gotta take that into account. His weird fake apology immediately followed by his I stand on my innocence once his suspension came out, which is just a what a what he's gonna do this again. I mean Honestly, bro, he's going to do this again at some point, and then he's going to be gone forever. Go, oh, why did you do this first time? So it's going to happen. Like, it's, he's going to be a pre-defender because he hasn't learned anything. He wasn't wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, and this one's waiting for the shoe to drop for the, for the next, for the next uh, incident with Deshaun Watson to happen because it's mm-hmm. coming. It's coming. I say that with, like, no joy. I just say that with, it's just, I don't see, there's no remorse. There's no accountability. It's, it's, it's coming. The Browns will crumble once again. 
And I'm looking yeah. forward to it this time. Well, I was looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to it more this time. He, I'm like excited about it. He finally showed a uh, hint of uh, remorse, but of course that was just all for and um, or it was grandeur, whatever. Um, that was when they were deliberate deliberating yeah. on yeah. how long they were going to uh, suspend him. Do you think right. that the NFLPA that some of these guys and let's also note? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I want to also note that remorse was with the, I'm sorry for anyone who was triggered. Yeah, this yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the weakest way to apologize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to add that, throw that in there right fast. I mean, at least we, we got something. I mean, we had gotten nothing so far. And so I was just surprised when I saw it. Lord and then I knows. was like, yeah, why should I be surprised though? Um, I'm starting to think, okay. and I have a theory here, uh, Illuminati here third eye open talk to me could it be possible that yes. some of these lawyers and the heads of the nflpa may be in bed with um you know mr dan snyder and the owner or maybe they their buddy buddy with them and so they know dan snyder's dirt but they also know the dirt that dan snyder knows about the other owners because you know we all we think there's that theory there that dan snyder's hamstringing the nfl because he knows their where their skeletons are buried too so do you think uh they're kind of working hand in hand there just to say f it to the other nfl owners i you know i genuinely can't put anything past him at this point because That'd the fact be that dan snyder cannot be removed the fact that's not he's been hiding on a yacht from congress for a month or did he finally did he finally agree to go I think he finally agreed to win. He was hiding on the yacht for like a month. But didn't he didn't he agree just to his Zoom hearing? I think he did eventually agree to that. But he didn't he he wouldn't even have responded first. Like you're trying to spin him, but he's on a yacht, so they can't technically suspend him while he stays on his yacht. So he yeah. didn't leave his yacht. And I think he got the um I think Snyder got asked for the uh the Bill Cosby deal where yeah, I'll give you a confession, but nothing that I say can be held against me or something like that can it will be used yeah I think yeah yeah it, it was yeah. like yeah that just go ahead right. and tell us that and you right. can't charge me because they didn't anything. even it wasn't even live yeah and it wasn't yeah. even live like you know that the other one was kind of like it was like people could watch it this one i feel like was private i think if i remember correctly mm. they gave the work in private yeah i don't know snyder richie richie was just be doing stuff bro that's yeah. my only description richie would just do stuff they just yeah. They just do stuff. This wasn't a PG podcast. I say something else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm over. Like it's just it's ridiculous, man. I but yeah, I I feel like the NFL just they they they're stuck in a place like I mean we can do more, but then we can't because I think I think I read that 12 games would have made him lose his salary for the year, mm. which then would have drug it out because you know this year is he his little one million dollar year. Yeah. And if he they spend twelve games, that's how they would roll over to next year. So we'd have had the one million dollar salary next year. But now he's getting mm-hmm. all his money, all the fully guaranteed money is coming to him in time, on on time and in time. So yeah, I mean, shout out to I mean Jimmy Haslam, you know. But you gotta remember what Jimmy Haslam told us, all right? Y'all remember this is a hell of a quarterback at twenty six years old. That's what Jimmy Haslam told us. It's a direct quote <laughs> at the press awesome. conference after the suspension. That was, that's what <laughs> oh, he had to say. He was 
Like, you got to remember, this 26-year-old kid who's a hell of a quarterback. That's literally like a direct quote from that man. Why are you standing there? I love you said disgusting, bro. He didn't say anything about his character or as a person. He just said great quarterback. <laughs> it gave age. It gave age. It said, you got to remember. Like, what? Why do we have to remember that? Like, why? Why does something I have to remember at this, <laughs> at this point in time? Why is that the topic of conversation? What is wrong with you? Like, what is what is wrong with you? Yeah. Do you... Uh, Another one of my theories, too, which is a little bit more simple um, and probably could easily be thwarted by somebody who actually knows what's going on or what the deal is. But also, I kind of think that the NFL didn't want to they feel like they have this one card in the back of their pocket and they don't want to use it on Deshaun because when it comes, you know, next go around on dealing with uh, the next arbitration or whatever it is, the agreement, um, that you know they're going to restructure this or the nflpa is going to do everything try to do everything they can uh to keep roger goodell from being the final you know uh say on these situations yeah so i don't think the nfl wanted to abuse that power that they have they're saving it yeah that's true that's true that's true also but yeah it's weird with roger because like I mean, they won all the power, and they got all the power like, hey, man, we suck at this. And then the one time, they, they could have won the PR battle this time. Levi, they could have won it. They could have won the PR battle. They're like, ah, ah, but like, but like but it doesn't matter to win. But at the end, it doesn't matter because the NFL always wins. Football will always win. I will always watch football. <laughs> Nothing stops the NFL. Shout out to the musical. Shout out to the musical. It's true, bro. Like, they always get away with it. Like, they will always get away with it. But what? Because not watching it isn't an option. Like, what are the realest options to make them not get away with it? Is it just to bring it up every game, Deshaun plays, and to not let it die? Yeah, you talking just for this or talking about anything for the NFL? Yeah. Well, this this specific case, right? Like, what's 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 the solution for it to like not feel like the NFL is getting away with it? Is it to, is it to literally just like you have to just bring it up every game to Sean plays and not let it die, like not let it get fatigued? I don't. No, I mean, I don't know, because even if you did do that, that would just honestly, that would be people like me. I feel like I just start getting tired of hearing of it. I'm like, OK, just shut up, like quit talking about it. It's probably the best for, just for the NFL. Just oh, yeah, to but that's... stop talking about it and don't make it a big deal. Like, I do mean, not make it a big deal when he comes back. Do not even address it when he comes back. Like, as in not address the situation, but okay. I'm saying. Don't make the headline of, oh, Deshaun Watson's first game back. You know, don't have the whole, uh, you know, ESPN Sports Center headlines talking about the lead up and all that. Just ignore it. Can you ignore it? I feel like ignoring it might be, this, I feel like ignoring it might be worse. Like, oh, why aren't you talking about this? You don't care? Like, ignore it's also weird. I'm saying, like, when you talk <laughs> you know about, I'm just saying when you talk about the Texans, yeah, that is weird. But if I were the NFL, 
talking about the Texans and the Browns going up on Sunday when they show highlights, show every highlight but a Deshaun Watson highlight. Don't even show Deshaun Watson's stats on there. Just be like, oh, yep, and the Browns <laughs> win. <laughs> Great performance by Kareem Hunt. Yeah. No, and, okay, so I think that's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Amari Cooper. I, think, I, think was, I mean, from a media perspective, what should... I mean, how should the media handle it? Like, what should the media do? That's what I mean. Not the NFL. I know the, the NFL's going to aliens didn't exist, for sure. They're done. But, I mean, like, from media perspective, if it not, if it, like, we all know the NFL does everything they want and get away with it, what, what should the, how should the media handle this? I, I kind of feel the same Just about the that. Have what they want. Yeah, because what, I mean, what changes, like, that's where I just think, but what change is that really going to make? What is that really going to do to just keep talking about Deshaun Watson besides just further tarnish his name, which I'm not like against that, I guess, but I I just don't know what that really, what we get out at the end of that. Yeah. I feel like it just doesn't let it get, doesn't let the story get buried. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We put out balls. We're going to try and bury this like it didn't happen. It's a weird. It's a really weird thing to figure out because there's no really good answer. Because it does feel like the right thing to do is just is just always be like, "Hey, this guy's a creep, creep Watson." Oh, can yeah. we just call him Creep Watson instead of Deshaun? <laughs> creepy Watson. Then you don't have to say anything else. Just call him Creepy Watson mm-hmm. for like eternity, and then you don't have to do anything else. I think I might. I think I think that's, I think I found a solution. I think we talked it out. That's the solution. I'm just calling <laughs> Creepy Watson. No, in case I'm calling Creepy Watson. Creepy yeah, I'm calling creepy. I'm calling creepy man. Creepy man. Uh, CQB back. Creepy QB. He back. He's back. Yeah, I think that's yeah. how I'm gonna do it. Ah, uh, I like it. But how many points? How many points do you want Beckham Mayfield to hang on them week one though? Oh, he's gonna hang a lot on them. He's gonna. Uh, I'm very excited. Fifty. I'm fifty so, burger. I'm so excited. But that defense is gonna, gonna be good burger? though. That defense is going to be good, though. The defense is going to be just fine. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole fact. The defense is going to be a problem. And like, yeah. I think we're going to find out how much they hate, how much they, if they actually hated Baker, or if everybody hated Baker. You see that? I think uh, defense had a reason to hate Baker, right? Um, No, I don't think so. Did you see that? I think Baker put a picture on Instagram of, you know, him in the Carolina jersey walking out of the tunnel. And OBJ commented on it. He said, go shine with like three no, or four exclamation points. Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It feels like, it feels like one of those things where we're cool. We can't, we just couldn't work together. It feels like one of those things. Yeah. I feel like it was right? soon. Yeah. 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 Like you're not bad. We just, we just aren't compatible as work friends. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah. You can't work with everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? You really can't work with everybody. So I, I get it. I definitely get it. But no, nah, yeah, I, I got Baker going off on them week one. I'm excited. I'm excited for a Panthers game and I don't know how long. I'm genuinely looking forward to seeing what he does. And I want to be big things because I think it's just, it's funnier that way. It's just, I'm here for jokes. I need to laugh as much as possible. Yeah, it will be funny. Super Bowl run this year. But I think in the end game, though, just to wrap it up on what the media should do. What's um, the end game, Spence? Yeah. (laughs) Well, Spence, along with – or I guess I'm Spence. (laughs) Well, Dan, whatever your name was. um, 
along with calling him what is it creep creep watson or desham watson that yeah creep, yeah the media Ooh, do do the work in the in the dark as in go do your own investigation into this own stuff because look i just feel like um you play the long game on this and something's gonna something else gonna come out in the next year or two i feel like or uh yeah and like i said i wouldn't be surprised if we saw him back in court um just because you know with how many women it was and just the only a fraction of them actually uh testified or you know, had written statements. There's a lot more out there that um, he could get grabbed on. Yeah, yeah, and just like like I said, he's just he's gonna do it again. He just is like you can't show this lack of remorse and have me think it's not you're not gonna do it again. I feel like he's gonna try and go to the to the uh, to the thing to the convention, <laughs> to the massage the- therapist <laughs> convention. In, in 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 Cleveland, I feel like he's gonna try and go, bro. Bro, I what, do. If he, what if he like shows up in a dis- What if he shows up in a disguise? <laughs> like I wouldn't be. That's what I was thinking. Like he's really going there. My name is Derek Derek Johnson. <laughs> Derek, I'm Derek Johnson. It's my name. Yeah. What do you do? Like, oh, oh I'm you, a- you have a license? No, I'm here. I'm here for. I'm here for the massages. <laughs> this is we don't we're not giving massages here. What? I was told there was massages. And then and then his mask falls off and it's revealed who it is. Yeah. <laughs> like I just I would great. I could I would not be shocked, bro. It would. And I would not be surprised at all. Like nothing about it would surprise me, sadly. That's a lot of temptation. It is. It is. And he he can't resist it. He's not a temptation resistor. Yeah. Let's be real. Man, is, that man is very prone to temptation. Yeah. He gets led right to it, and he just goes right in it every mm-hmm. time. All right. Enough about, <laughs> enough about creepy, creepy QB. QB creep. Um, how are your Falcons looking? Are you feeling excited? You feel empowered? Encouraged? All right, so roller coaster of emotions, as in I want the Falcons to suck. I've been saying that I want the Falcons to suck, but I know the Falcons aren't going to suck. I think there's actually a possibility we'll make it to the playoffs this year. Um, I think when the Falcons, anytime we're going to have success, it's going to be unexpected success. Like the year we went to the Super Bowl, nobody had Atlanta going to the Super Bowl. Not even that many people had Atlanta winning their own division. Um, Yeah, everybody had the Saints winning the division. And so we just came out of nowhere and showed up at the Super Bowl. And we. It was the last to first situation, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, no, we had a really, we had a good record uh, in the previous year too, but. Everybody just always favored oh, okay, the Saints okay. over Atlanta. Um, and they had every reason to because we would usually crumble against the Saints. But um, I, I, I'm i not saying Super Bowl appearance. It kind of wouldn't surprise me, though, just with the, you know, things like Cincinnati just came out of nowhere. So it's not like you necessarily have yeah. to be elite on both sides of the ball now um, to win these football games, it seems, lately. We just made a lot of off-season moves. We've made a lot of good pe- – we picked up a lot of good pieces. And, I mean, I think this could be the revival of Marcus Mariota. Um, 
and having his first successful stint uh, for a full for, for a full year at quarterback, and then you got like a lot of people are really high on Drake London through this preseason and training camp, and then Cal Pitts is just going to be better than he was last year. So, and I believe in Arthur Smith, like because I think he was. I'm come to believe Ryan Tannehill only looked good because Arthur Smith, like, is just good at scheming around um, those style of quarterbacks. So Marcus Mariota, to me, talent-wise, is way better than Ryan Tannehill. So if he can just manage his injuries, I think the potential is far greater in Marcus Mariota than Ryan Tannehill. If that's what you were getting tripped up on. You're talking about – I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> I'm looking at because you're talking about your team. I shouldn't interrupt. I'm sorry. I shouldn't interrupt to go. No, no, no you're good. I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Team. But um, <laughs> yeah, and using Cordell Patterson. Uh, also, we're making a strong push at Roquan Smith. Apparently, so I mean, if we can get him, that that that'd be even better. Yes, yeah, that's, that's very good, actually. But yeah, you think yeah. that's crazy though to say the potential is greater. I feel like we're still, I feel like we're still doing potential on Marcus Mariota at this point. It's kind of wild. I just like to think nothing's really been uh, – no sap has been drawn from that tree yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that tree's a little decrepit, and it's not the most uh, delicious-looking tree, but it's just full of sap, good, sweet sap that uh, well, I'm not about to pour out on the football field. I'm not mad at the optimism. I'm not. I'm really not. I can't get mad at the optimism because I'm over here. I mean, I saw I saw a tweet that said Jalen Hurts over the middle, and I saw him throw that bomb to AJ Brown in that one practice, and I was sold. I'm Super Bowl bound, baby. Super Bowl the bust. That's all I need to see. Bro, what's up with y'all? What's up with y'all having like sort of a, a top tier wide receiving core now, or a developing top tier wide receiving core? I don't know what to think about it because I've literally never had it at any point in my time as an Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. Like Deshaun and Macklin was the closest we got, and I think Deshaun was elite. Macklin wasn't like that. Like Macklin was good, but like now we have guys who are like big. Like AJ Brown's big. Mm-hmm. It's a big guy. Hey, you also had and Alshon like, Jeffrey, bro. We did have Alshon Jeffrey, and Alshon Jeffrey had was like turned into something magical that year. I don't know where it came from. Like he he became everything I thought he was in South Carolina. He just became it in Philadelphia. Yeah. And it was it was magical for that one season, but like I don't know what it's like to have an elite receiving core, and I'm very I don't know if I believe it yet because like I feel like this is gonna be weird, but I but I want to believe in it because Quez Watkins not being the number one means so much to me. He's yeah. so good. It's like him that's not my number one is great. Don't you have like three. a track star too now on your team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he's gonna I don't know if he's making the roster, but we do have him for sure. I mean, that's a great weapon to have though. I saw he called or took off on for a touchdown. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for the future for once. I I, I have slight hope and by week three I'll be coming on this podcast depressed. No, yeah. we'll be we'll be back to birds of sadness. We're birds of optimism right. right now. That's but then right. We'll we be are back birds. to birds of sadness. <laughs> that is big facts, bro. That's <laughs> big facts. Like the sadness is coming, but we're starting off positive for once, and that's good. That's really good. Like we don't bring a lot of positivity here, but no, we actually feel not it when it comes right to the NFL. Now. Yeah. No, God, no, no. Yeah. But we feel it right now. I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah. Uh, I thought college football started this week, but it doesn't. It's next week. I don't know why I started. Yeah, I started next week. week. But yeah. it's not even like 
It's not a good week. Good it's games, trash. Um, it's a little yeah, trash. trash. Yeah. Everybody, everybody got over the week one hard, the hard week one opener. Yeah. So they hate to ruin their season opening week. Mm-hmm. That what happened. Mm. I see that. Yeah. I can see that. I definitely see that. Um, I saw. Do you see the homie? Um, the running back. What's his name? Bijan. Bijan. What's his name? Um, who's running? Who running back? The guy at um Texas. Bijan, the running star running back in Texas. What about him selling his rings? No, he got a spot. What rings? All right, let me make sure. Um, go ahead, keep going though. But look, he's got a mustard. Bijan Robinson has he got a he got a sponsor. He got a Dijon mustard sponsorship. Was oh really? Yeah, the official Dijon of Bijan. I'm like, this is the greatest, and I the NIL is the greatest thing that ever happened in life. <laughs> the Dijon of Bijan is fantastic. That's pre- that is pretty good. It is right. It is. So all I care about is see what kind of deals these guys get with NIL now. That's all I care about at this point. See how funny they get. Like the homie the cold the homie the coldest got an AC was in an AC commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, the coldest. And yeah. um yeah, that was good. I thought the uh, the commercial was underwhelming to me though. Everybody was like, It could have oh, been so much great. better. Oh my, there's so much they could have done with that. For, so like much. I imagined him as kind of like I would have set him up as sort of like a Frozone character type. Yeah. And yeah, he'll come in and make it the coldest, you know. Yeah. Like uh yeah, some type of action figure like that. But um, it's been amazing. Yeah, do you see uh, Bryce Young just got another big deal? Now we get, dude. We're gonna get to see Bryce Young in. Dang it, I forgot what it's called. What's the <laughs> What's the Dr Pepper commercials? What's the Dr Pepper commercials? Oh, the fan Fansville. Fan Fansville. We're gonna see. What? Okay. Dude, okay. Okay. The fansville, I was very sad when they got rid of uh, Larry Culpepper after everything he's done for that beverage franchise, and they just tossed they him away toss like him a rag. Right and uh, Bill Belichick on him. Yes, Larry Culpepper was a staple of my fall uh, weekday commercial and weekend commercial watching. But um, fansville has been great, though. I love the puns. I love how terrible it is, like how corny everything. Like right. It makes me laugh out loud, a lot of the commercials. No, Dr. So. Pepper is like the king of cringy but funny commercials. Yeah. yeah. Like, remember they had uh, Justin, uh, Justin, what's his name? The American Idol dude, as, as the prince lookalike. Oh, yeah, a little sweet. sweet. Yeah, yeah little, that was great. Yeah. 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 That was a great commercial. It was like, yo, this is ridiculous, but I love every second of it. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah, I, I like what they do. I like what they yeah. got going on over there, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, those Fansville commercials are great. So uh, I, I don't see Bryce Young being a good actor, though. Um, nah. I literally fall asleep in all of his conferences, his little press conferences, because he, he literally just repeats the same five things over and over, and it's quarterback speak um, to the highest. He's the worst. Oh, and he's oh he's a master at it, bro. He's a master at it to where like you get so bored by it, you don't even want to ask him any more questions. I believe that. Like, Yo, yeah, they did a segment with um this might be before you listen to the Levitar show, but they used to do a segment when Brian Tanner was still in Miami. They did a segment with him, like they're like, Yo, just give me some blank quarterback speed. They was asking like quarterback A, quarterback B, and he would just like give a blanket answer. <laughs> like it was so funny. They wouldn't give him a name at all. They'd be like, So what about how you feel about going to the matchup with quarterback B? It's like, oh, it's not about quarterback B, it's about us as a team. And I focus on that. <laughs> like he was just going right into it automatically. <laughs> that's good. No, that's yeah, that's exactly 
Yeah, Bryce. Yeah. No, no, it's not not about team. You know, it's just about uh, not about me. It's about team. You know, we just got to go out there and make sure we are we do our best. You know, we exactly warm every time. He he lives in that world. He lives in that zone. Oh, yeah. And he's been groomed and bred for it, bro. Like Bryce Young, like came out the wound with quarterback speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like it's kind of. I don't know how I feel about this age of parenting where we're breeding our child to be a quarterback, like to his father making him be left-handed. Yeah. You know he's yeah. right-handed. Like, no, you're going to be a lefty. You're going to be a lefty. Like, yeah. on, some, on some Joe Jackson energy, raising a quarterback. Like, it works, but it feels weird. Yeah. No, what's like, funny is, I mean, he, I know, like, my uncle is uh, yeah. one of those guys, like my it's, cousin, <laughs> he's right-handed, but he bats left-handed and all yeah. that, like, because yeah. my uncle made him. So I'm probably going to do that when I'm – I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, I'm not going to do him to the full extent, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy training. But, yeah, we're going to be a little right. amb- ambidextrous. <laughs> yeah, like, DK Metcalf's dad had him lift the weights for, like, three. I'm like, that doesn't seem healthy long-term, but all right. Oh, oh. So have you watched any of Hard Knocks yet? I have not made it. Um, I was gonna say that's a great segue. Yeah, to, yeah. Let's talk, uh, let's talk about it anyway. Well, I mean, do you know about one of the characters on there that is featured is uh, Amon St. Brown and his father? Okay, yeah, yeah. And so uh, apparently, I don't know. Amon has two other brothers who are also D one wide receivers, and their yeah. dad, yeah, and their dad is or was a professional bodybuilder or weightlifter. So you got to imagine, yeah. So you got to imagine the type of energy he brings, and um, how long they've been weightlifting themselves as children. But uh, yeah, it's funny. He he threw some Kevin Durant slander out there on HBO Max. I'm sure you probably heard it on Levitar's show. They talk about it. They're in the gym and talking about calf raises. He's like, "You think Kevin Durant's ever done a calf raise in his life? No." (laughs) He's like, "That's why he's always." Getting his Achilles torn and stuff like that. <laughs> Dad saying, like, why would you just, we need always, he got it tore one time. Yeah. We need always, it's a pop saying. That's why it happens all the time. Like, just found one conversation. You played, you made 10 years without it happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. But not, I remember, I remember they had, he had a brother in the field, I think on Thanksgiving. They played the Pack on Thanksgiving, I think, last year, but they had the split jerseys because brother played for the Pack and he played for the Alliance. Oh, that's right. That's they right. They had the split that's jerseys. Right. That's how I found yeah. out it was two of them. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, it's good though. I didn't watch the new one that came out last night. But um, Deuce Staley, big football guy. I miss you, Deuce. Yeah, I miss um, you so much. Now I know why. Uh, I remember me and you having a conversation because I didn't even know Deuce was a uh, um coordinator coach, right? or even yeah, uh, yeah, yeah serving as a coach. And yeah. you're talking like the potential of him being a head coach or whatever. So he's been on my radar a little bit, and I didn't even know he was with the Lions. But when you watch it, bro, this is makes you uh, this is one of my first reactions I had to it. It's so funny and it's so good. But I'm like, OK, maybe I can see him not wanting to be a head coach because he wouldn't be able to do the stuff that he does like now <laughs> as a head coach. I'm like, yeah, he wouldn't be able to do this. Uh, like, yeah, he wouldn't be able to play the role that he plays. And I think he enjoys yeah. it so much, like being that guy or whatever. But yeah. um, yeah, no, like. He, he's really entertaining uh and funny um and then of course you got dan campbell um and i hate aiden hutchinson like i don't like aiden hutchinson are you with Amin who said he's like is he is he real on some jj Watt? bro when he when Amin said that i was like that's it i, I couldn't 
I, I didn't know an appropriate way to describe my feelings toward Aiden Hutchinson or what I thought he yeah. was. And then when he said, yeah, future JJ uh, Watt. Yes. It's Mr. All about me, but not all about me. There's nothing, there's nothing worse than that. It's not about me, but it's about me. guy. Like the trying too hard to be humble guy is nothing worse. Well, literally like, while actively not being humble. Yes. Trying to- <laughs> yes. It's like the guy that's like, I'm a, I'm a humble person. Like the person that drops that line, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. You wouldn't have to say that if you were. Yeah. It's very rare you have to have to say you're a humble person if you're a humble person. It's not a thing that happens a lot in, in this world, in this yeah. life. It's not a common occurrence. Uh yeah, I mean, um God, there was someone else I was gonna go with that. I forgot. Not with that, but with the the NFL in general. I hope the Lions are better this year. It's hard for them to be worse, but like I think if they we'll suck be- again. Yeah, I think they'll be, be straight. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, Deuce Staley, I think he left Philly because he wanted to get a coordinator spot, and they were not really moving him up yet. That's oh, really? Doing. Yes, that's what the problem was. There. He was running back coach, and he was kind of wanting to move up. And they weren't really trying to move him up yet, so I, I understood why he left. Oh yeah, him. Uh, and him as OC, like you'll just have to watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, him and the defense coordinator, which I can't think of his name right now. Last name Glenn, I think, is it? Uh, Anthony Glenn? I may be getting that wrong, but um, Anthony Lynn? No, it's not Lynn. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, he got fired last year, I think. Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, he looks not young. Yeah, he's, he's kind of, very not young. Yeah, yeah, he's got that salt and pepper going on. Right, right. Yeah, but oh, they're, wow. they're funny. They held a prayer. They held a. Wait a second, I'm confused. What just happened? Oh, this ain't the same person. Okay. Oh, um, that? so okay, so when I type Aaron Glenn in, it pulled up a old white dude. Oh no, it's an older black dude. Or I mean not yeah, it's like yeah, probably forties or fifties. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I don't know what I don't know why Bing just did that to me. <laughs> Cause the line yeah, like I'm, I'm about to screen I'm about to send you the first like that the lines of his I cited the lines of his support and I'm about to send it to you. So exactly what it showed me at first. And it wasn't it was not it's not who we just talked about. Not at all. Oh really? I, had to see, <laughs> I found the lions page. I'm sending you a screenshot. It's like Mike Mark's cousin. <laughs> you see Who what I'm saying? That? I forgot his name already because I was so distraught. Uh, Anthony Glenn is that? <laughs> I don't think his name is Glenn. Oh, let's see. His name was oh. Gunther Cunningham. Oh, of course, his name is Gunther. Is it Gunther or Gunther? Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. 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 He looks like a Gunther. Um, uh, yeah, appropriate age for a Gunther. Ain't it though? I do have something else on football. Um, I feel really bad for Mac Jones. Like the the Patriots just now decided they're going to name an OC in the past few weeks, and it's freaking Matt Patricia. And oh, they did give it to Matt Patricia like fully. 
I think they did, bro. But oh, even no. like, so whether oh, no. either way, it's just as bad if he just it has is. part say, because you got to have is. one person. And there have been reports that Matt Jones isn't comfortable and it seemingly is getting confused out there with all the different voices in his head. And um, he hasn't taken a single pre-snap, uh, preseason snap. So oh, really? it's like set up for failure. Um, so I was looking it up to see about the Matt Patricia thing, and I found a quote from Mac Jones. You ready for this? Oh, he did. He has taken a preseason snap too. But go okay, ahead, go okay. ahead. I'm ready. Uh, Mac Jones. Uh, Matt Patricia is one of the most brilliant people I've been around. He's one of those brilliant people I've been around in terms of football knowledge. He's really starting to get a feel for it. He's very easy to talk to on the sideline, laid back type coach, but he demands a lot. And I respect that about him. Hopefully we can grow for a long time. That, that don't instill confidence in me. No, no, no. Like no. he's starting to get a feel for it. The offense yeah. coordinator job. He's starting to get a feel. Yeah. Which is, it, I, I feel like Bill is really struck. I feel like Bill is like, I don't know what Bill's doing. I'm, I'm actively confused by Bill Belichick because Mapatrice wasn't good at running your defense. He gave 41 points to Nick Foles. I was, I watched, thank you, thank you, by the way. Appreciate it. He gave 41 points to Nick Foles in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Like, why would you make, why would you give him your offense? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what the game plan is here, but yeah, I don't see this working out. I have no, no. confidence in the Patriots. No, me either. But they're still in one this... of the worst divisions in football. So, like, they can still end up finishing second or first, depending on what happens with the Dolphins. Maybe Belichick's playing the long game here. Oh, maybe the Bills he's, are here. I forgot the maybe he's purposely game. tanking. You think Bill wants to get fired? No, 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 no. I don't, know no, I don't think so. Do you, I mean? I think, I think Bill. I don't know. I mean, Bill could be like Pat Riley, where he's just never going to tank, or he's never That's satisfied true. with. Uh, That's true. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give it our all, but. I wouldn't be surprised because I'm just so high up on like Will Anderson just being this for for sure, like generational guy, like a Khalil Mack, you know, one of those guys that you can secure and get on your team. He stays healthy. He's going to have a Hall of Fame career. So, um, you know, maybe Bill's like, oh, I need my next Lawrence Taylor. Like there he is. There's there's my second coming of LT I've been waiting for or I've been wanting to have. Um, and he hasn't won, had one, you know, type of player like that since. I don't know. I'm just speculating, but it doesn't look like he's trying it's to true. win. This is true. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he knows what he's trying to do anymore at this point. I'm very confused. Um, is Tom Brady on the mass Singer? They might have cracked the code, bro. Bro, I really think he is. So I saw it in a Reddit post first. Yeah, yeah. Before anywhere else, and I was like, "Yo, this makes too much sense." I think he is, and and is like. This- them denying it, he has to deny it because the mass singer, you can't, they can't tell who's on the mass singer because then it destroys the mass singer. So we can't know he's on it. So they have to deny it. And I feel like in this, it, and yeah, I think it's got to be true. And I think it fits perfectly because, and I think Brady would have only done this if this is going to be his last year too. And I think this right. may be end up like Brady's planning. This is last year. So that's perfect. Yeah. Like right after the season's over with and he's banking in his mind, I just want a Super Bowl ring. And then boom, the mass singer comes on. And who is it? <gasps> Tom Brady. Tom Brady, right. With my new it Fox literally team. comes out with right my new after Fox the Super family. Bowl. Yeah. yeah, with my new Fox family. 
boom. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even put that two and two together either. So yeah, 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 yep. definitely on the mass singer. He for sure is. For sure yeah. is. Anybody else? Uh, while he's on mass singer, his offensive linemen keep getting hurt. By the way. Mm. Ugly scene. They lost another lineman this week. I don't know if you saw that. Nothing went down. No, I didn't. Yeah, guard went down this time. He was competing for the starting spot. So, hmm. Price just stayed at the crib, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Price just stayed <laughs> yeah. at the crib. Just Probably getting sacked yeah. a lot at 45 sounds horrible. Yeah. It sounds not, really it's, awful. Yeah, it's not gonna be pretty for them not, this year. It's not. Here for um, Anything else before uh, we can wrap oh, yeah. up? The mic, did you watch the Mike McDaniels? Mike McDaniel, it's McDaniel, right? So that's on it. Yeah, McDaniel. You watched like that. You watched his interview with uh, Lebazar and them? I didn't watch it, but I listened to you listen it. Listen to it. He might have sold me, bro. He might have oh, sold really? me. He might have sold me. See, the people haven't even heard he's, your skepticism on him because that didn't he make sounds it. way more in control than I imagined he, he would as a mm-hmm. as a coach. Cause dude gave me real like, whatever happens happens vibes. Like it's cool, yeah. man. It's yeah. cool, man. See, I I think it's possible. Like being that type of guy, you know, character that he is, the more yeah. relatable, yeah. laid back, chill guy. I feel right. like um that will work for him, but it only can work and will work for him because he is a savant. Like. The dude knows what he's doing uh, playbook wise. So he's got all the respect uh, and he's got, you know, he's been with many Super Bowl and many Super Bowl appearances. Hasn't punched one yet, but uh, yeah, he he knows what he's doing. And uh, so I'm sure it's easy, easy just to gain the trust of the guys through his knowledge. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only question for him is going to be really how he can manage, if he knows how to manage a game. Yeah. And how um how good his defense coordinator is. Mm-hmm. That's the real that's the those are the real questions we have. Who is how this DC? I'm not sure. But the questions I have, because I feel like it's kind of with similar with Kyle Shannon, right? Like Kyle Shannon can bring offense, Kyle Shannon has questionable game management. Very, mm-hmm. very, very questionable game management. It's so questionable. Like yeah. you don't believe him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And we're gonna see if he can do that. And I think he's gonna grow into the role, but yeah, I do. I believe his name is Josh Boyer, defense coordinator. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how it goes, man. I am. I am. We're gonna see if two is the most accurate quarterback he's ever seen. We'll see. see yeah, I'm goes. excited for it. I'm actually cheering for the Dolphins. Um I mean, not just this year, but really, I mean, I wanted I want them to be successful. I don't really have anything against the Dolphins. And um, I mean if yeah, Steven Ross and the guys so- on there. If Steven Ross wasn't so dumb, I would I would be a lot happier. Oh yeah. But he's just that guy. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't say the guy's not trying though. <laughs> he he is absolutely trying. Yeah. The, you know, it is not for lack of it is definitely not for lack of effort. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of these um franchises or these fan bases are like, damn, at least y'all got owners that are trying. Some of us don't even have owners that are trying out here. <laughs> I'm trying to say he lost as a first round pick. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. It's incredible. But yeah, I, uh, this was good work as always, man. It was. We really didn't have was. a game plan, but we came in and got it done. Because it's usually when we're best. We're professional young men. That's what we are. Yeah. 